Hey listeners, before you get to episode 119, uh, the channel, the YouTube channel will be up uh, for this episode pretty soon where I reveal myself. I take the mask off finally after, after all this time. Uh, this episode in particular, I just want to also sneak in there for the extra content that Kyle Lowry's out potentially right now for two weeks with the thumb or the hand injury. But I'll say this, it almost seems like he'd be out potentially longer. Norman Powell is the pickup. And also a report came out here just now before putting this on the podcast is that Abaka uh, uh, is going to be out indefinitely. And I, I tweeted about this a little bit earlier about Chris Boucher. I like to call him Bobby Boucher is a deep uh, league format player to pick up. And maybe if you have the roster spot on your team, you could just take a flyer to see what happens. Hopefully they give him minutes. Now in a dynasty format, I, I hope you have him. Uh, stashed away, but he ha- he definitely has a talent. So let's uh, let me also say before I start this episode, I do promise as time progress pre- progresses on to get the sound quality a little bit better since we're transitioning uh, into the YouTube and Facebook side of things. So you guys make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well and and hit the or hit the subscribe button Sub Zero style with the ice and then just hit the likes button. And like I said, my sound is not good. LT to Sage's sound is good. And uh, as far as like the video quality, I, I'll, I'll look to improve on that too. But this is the first episode for me to untake off or take off the mask. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Well, it's good to finally take the mask off. It's been a while since I showed my face around these parks, I can say. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about myself before we start this episode. Um, I know you guys are familiar with me as my name is Starks, which it is, this is my nickname. My real name is Milan uh, Powell, so uh, you guys could still go by Starks, and I'm going to still go by Starks in this episode. And to kind of open up to you guys before we get started, uh, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. The listeners love you guys. And uh, in this episode in particular, we're going to go over some recent news. So you're going to probably get familiar with seeing this hat all the time. It's going to be a meaning. Uh, in, in a way, um, it's just really important because I, I like to share my faith in, in Jesus Christ. And I'm probably wearing hats in particular because I'm starting to lose hair as well. <laughs> so it's not just that, but it's it's really for a purpose to wear this hat. So um, again, thank you guys for coming in. I'm going to have better clarity still in the works with the media side of things. And uh, I guess we can kind of get started. So with that said... I have LT the Sage running the three tonight. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, brother. Good to have you uh, above me, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, going going head to head tonight. I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we're going, and this is like the perfect episode because it's me and you. The White Knight uh, is in the is in the cave working uh, working <laughs> on another vlog uh, actually as we speak. Nice. And uh, this is definitely different for me to to put myself out there. Uh, I guess in a sense, social media is not really my thing. But the thing is, the Lord has put in my heart to kind of change and to try to re- reach out to the to the listeners out there in a whole different uh, spectrum. But anyways, uh, let me just go ahead and get to it. I'm ready to take people on for a ride. So one of the uh, pieces of news, and let me actually go ISO real quick. This is also weird for me because I don't know if people know, when I record podcasts, I typically stand up, which is weird. So this is going to be hard for me to sit down. But anyway, let's stop dancing. Let's get right into it. So the recent news that's happened here today, this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world, is that Stephen Curry 
it looks like that he could be considered out the rest of the season off this hand injury. LT, I will pass you the ball. What's your thoughts on that, man? That's crazy news, uh, Starks. That's crazy news. I think that uh, basically that means that these players in Golden State right now, um, you want to put stock in the pass out for sure. Um, as far as Alec Burks, <laughs> I picked them up in two of my leagues. Pick them up. He, these guys are going to get run for the rest of the year. Um, they have no reason to bring Curry back. They have no reason to push the, you know, push the envelope. Um, I, we'll talk about that Golden State game, I'm sure, later. But, yeah, it, it's crazy to see what's happened this year. And it, it's almost like uh, the Warriors are the villain of the league, Starks. What do you feel? People are coming coming out saying that they're, they're happy to see this and uh it's crazy right and you know what's funny about that is you mentioning that it also makes me think that i'm getting these messages like yeah this is what they get the curse is this is what they get because of the superstar team that they had over the years and it's almost like they it was like they put a sacrificial lamb and they were like saying this is what you get for you know putting everything in and taking all those superstars but i mean it's sad to say i've never been a golden state fan but I'll be honest with you, this is rough sledding. They're just people just all over this. And as we're speaking, I know that D'Angelo Russell did get the starting, uh, mm. came, well, I wouldn't say starting position, but he did come back. So actually, let's go ahead and segue into some of the games here because we are recording while games are going on. And one of the games I'm sure that you want to talk about, and before we get to it, is Kyle Lowry. Um, he went... He went out this game, the rest of the game, I think it was because of the thumb issue. So we're still looking for reports, but I'll pass you the ball. You know, what's your thoughts on the Toronto side of things there, LT? Oh, man. So uh, if Kyle Lowry is hurt for an extended amount of time, it, it, to me, when I looked at the report and I looked, it didn't look too, too bad. Uh, but yeah. um, yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on it. If you're a Van Vliet owner or I actually own Powell in a, a couple of uh, leagues, Powell is definitely going to be the next man up over in Toronto. So if he's available and something comes out where Lowry's going to have a couple of days off, you definitely want to put some stock in a Powell. Because remember, even with this injury, uh, the Toronto usually still holds a pretty tight ship there. Um, but to get into the game, man, I mean, <laughs> Pascal, Pascal, Pascal. He is... He is definitely turning into uh, maybe one of the breakout players this year, and fantasy wise, anyway. Um, Forty-four points tonight. Huh? Did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, man. 40, 44 points. Um, five snipes. He didn't get you any stock stats. That's not normal. So he's really taking oh on a offensive role this game. Um, but 10, 10 rebounds, four assists. A seven for 28 efficient outing as well. I mean, come on, man. You can't get any better. And guess guess who joined them, Starks? I mean, the guy we've been talking about all year, OG, OG. A, <laughs> a, a new OB. He joined them, putting in yeah. 21 points. I mean, these, these guys are just having a field day right now as far as their efficiency and minutes. And uh, what do you think about Toronto, Starks, as far as uh, Kyle Lowry's situation and the, the outlook moving forward? I don't know. I was just going to steal the ball. Thank you for saying that. Because when you said Pascal, I was thinking of Pascal from Golden State. But oh, no, Pascal, no, 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 no. I was just like, yeah, I was just like, wait, wait a minute. But no, that's a still crazy stat line for Pascal Siakam to drop yeah. that 44 burger, man. That yeah, is crazy. crazy. And honestly, you know, your boy OG as well, like, depending on, gosh, I said the D work. I try to stay away from saying the word depending because I, I feel like when it comes to fantasy, it's almost like a cop out. But it's okay for anybody else to say it on the podcast. It's just me. Um, but anyways, in particular, I'll say this. 
Kyle Lowry and I think Serge Ibaka was out. So mm. if they are to miss it an extended amount of time, it kind of makes you think like, well, who's going to step up? Well, just like LT has been saying, the seven to eight man tight rotation ship that they're running is with Pascal, you know, Ananobi and Van Vliet. They're, they're pretty much the whole five starting lineup, whoever they insert in. I think Norman Powell's going to get a nice boost. So if he's somehow available in a shallow league, he's the add just in case that Kyle Lowry's out for a little bit of uh, time. Uh, but, you know, that's where we're at. Looking at Gasol, you know, I don't like to talk about his stats. He's not looking too good. Uh, <laughs> hopefully Kyle Lowry's not out, you know, too long. But it looks like Norman Powell's going to get a lot of the time. So we'll kind of transition to the New Orleans side of things. And uh, <laughs> your boy there, Brandon Ingram, I'll pass you the ball. What's your thoughts on him, man? He's like, okay, so we, the couple <laughs> episodes, we've been joking, right? We've been kind of playing around, joking a little bit. He's legit, man. I don't. I, I, at this point in time, <laughs> I can't he, do it. He, yeah, I know you can't. I know you don't want to. You don't want to. I know it's like a fan, it's like a fantasy sin, right? Like to say Brandon yeah. Ingram's legit, but like he, yeah. he's. I think he's legit it, only because, as as you say, uh, there's a new blog coming out from Starks uh, sneak peek. But pump up the volume. I mean, look at him. Twenty five shots already oh in, in in this game. He he, he jumped up. Three snipes. I mean, perfect from the charity line. Uh, one got you those uh, those uh, by accident stats. One steal, one block, seven rebounds, twenty seven points. With Nicolo Melli out there just stinking it up. I mean, I just man, I, you got to buy into Ingram. I, I'm actually kicking myself for not trading him earlier in the year. I would have been. I've been. I mean, to be honest. And so, uh, yeah. I mean, also just to double double back on the game. I mean, Brennan Aaron is the only one who played. Um, we got Drew Holiday actually having a decent showing finally. Uh, he has been a little bit even. You know, he hasn't been doing too too well. We thought he was gonna kind of be that guy for New Orleans. That, but it looks like it's Brandon Ingram. So, uh, who else on here did you see or that you liked uh, as far as Starks um, on New Orleans side? So on the New Orleans side of things, you know, Derek Favors, he was coming back from an injury, and I know a lot of people are wanting to pretty much drop him essentially in a shallow league because the owners are irritated, and I can understand that in an aspect. Dynasty, you got to hold on to him, unfortunately, and in a, in a redraft, if you can, to hold on to him, please do, because, you know, the 10 rebounds that he had was still valuable in 18 minutes, um, and I'm looking at a different stat line here on my side of things. Did I give the right stat there, LT, that has 10 rebounds favors there? Yes, yes. I show okay. 10. I show 10, yeah. Okay, perfect, because it's a, a different format that I'm looking at. And then he had four points. I mean, the points is not cool, but <laughs> what is cool is the rebounds, so we'll say that. And then looking at this as well, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, because like I said, I'm looking at a different format, but it looked like Nicola Melli started over Josh Hart. Is that right? Yeah, man, I don't. Yeah, Nicola Melli started over Jay Hart. That's what it. That's what it looks like. Didn't yeah, get. So that is. Go ahead. I was gonna. Oh no, I was gonna say real quick. Jay Hart still got more men. It, their rotations look super weird, by the way, in this game. Um, they played. They played like twelve people in this game. So I don't know, like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. They played thirteen players, <laughs> more than ten minutes in this game. So I don't know what was going on. But yeah, um, Jay Hart did not start this game. So Hart, Hart, Hart owners, uh, look out for that. Yeah, and then also another stat line that sticks out to me is Alexander Walker, also known as Naw. I mean, he's starting to get minutes. It's like it's going to mm -hmm. be inconsistent with him. But, you know, the 13 points and four assists and two rebounds is pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty decent to have. And the thing is, in a dynasty format, you got to have them. And it's just an unfortunate situation 
because I know LT and I think it's big, uh, you know, the stage talking about the rotations with teams. You know, I think that is a very valuable and handy tool to utilize as far as like how tight the rotation is and how loose it is. And looking at this, like you said, LT, this is a loose rotation at this time. I mean, honestly, New Orleans are one in seven. (laughs) They don't have a good record, but even though they don't have a good record, they have interesting talent there. So it'll be interesting, very interesting to see when Zion Williamson comes back. And then we're going to see how your boy Brandon Ingram uh, does. But we'll go ahead and transition uh, to another game here. And the game I want to definitely talk about Sacramento Sacramento and Atlanta. And uh, I'll pass you the ball there on Sacramento. What's your thoughts on that game in particular there, LT? Yeah, so Sacramento and Atlanta, um, I looked at it shortly. I, I mostly looked at the Trey Young stats because uh, I am a Trey Young owner. Uh, I do have investment in him. But looking at the Sacramento side of it, pesky Barnes & Nobles still out there <laughs> producing uh, 16 points, two steals, four rebounds. And uh, I think I mentioned this earlier on in one of the beginning um, beginning episodes for me as a podcast is that Harrison Barnes is almost like – He's like a fantasy leech for anybody else that you have on your on, on that you own on that team because he he's not the greatest. He's good and decent. He's decent in point formats, but he's just he's just taking shots away from other people that could probably produce a little bit better. Um, homes on homes uh, is is he's he's falling he's he's falling down a little bit. Now he did have nine rebounds, one slap for you. And again, if you have homes on homes, he's he's a you know. He's a luxury item right now. You got him late. You know, you got him off the waivers more than likely. But he only had two points tonight um, on 29 minutes of play. So you want to see more production from him. But, um, Starks, I'm actually going to switch it over to you. What do you feel about Harry Giles getting about eight minutes, uh, close to eight minutes tonight? Yeah, as far as Giles goes, I just – I think it's good that he got some minutes. Mm. You know, I know a lot of people kind of gave up on him in dynasty formats, but – I'm I'm not going to try to hold on to him anymore. But if you ha- if you're in a deep dynasty league, then I'm all about trying to hold on to him as long as you can. But the talent in Sacramento is starting to kind of bury him, um, unfortunately. Because let's just think about it. When what's his name comes back, uh, Bagley. When Bagley comes back, it's going to be like Giles might slowly disappear. But on on a positive side of things, your boy, your boy Deadman walking. Dwayne <laughs> Deadman is just not. He's not fitting the bill right now for the Kings. And oh man, what was that? You hear that, LT? Yeah, no. I'm hearing something crazy on my side of things. So I'm gonna pass you the ball. <laughs> okay, all right, switch over. You yeah. hear that? No, I don't. What what is what is that? I don't. Okay. Uh, well, uh, never. <laughs> must have been an ad. Never mind. Oh, okay, okay. I see. <laughs> I, I'm I'm back. So <laughs> just I'll say it like this. Um. So just looking at this in particular, I, I, it's good to see Buddy Hill uh, get mm-hmm. back. You know, he's starting to cook a little bit again. You know, it wasn't super efficient, but to hit the three snipes of 22 points, he got you a, a lucky stat with the slap. So that's good to see. Uh, you know, hopefully he's going to hit more snipes and get more points. And I want to hope that he reaches above one steal a game this season. It's going to be tough for him to do, but, you know, that's where we're at. So we'll jump on to the Atlanta side of things. I'll pass you the ball. You know, what's your thoughts on the Atlanta side there, brother? Man, yeah. So we were just talking about two players. Obviously, I'm going to touch on. First one, um, I'll let you touch on Herder. Uh, first one is Trey Young. He's back. Uh, so hopefully you guys didn't, uh, after his injury, get scared, cut bait, maybe take into a trade for him. Maybe you thought he wasn't going to come back. But he's back. He's doing his regular Trey Young stuff, pumping up the volume, 22 shots tonight. But what I, uh, 12 assists, five hmm. 
swipes. I mean, this guy oh. is a monster right now in fantasy circles. And uh, those that I think those two games, maybe he was out, uh, slowed down his overall, uh, you know, a, where he's at in the, in the top formats. Uh, but he's he's a monster. He is he's going to be a monster for the rest of the year. Um, him and Luca are definitely going to be going neck to neck for years to come in the fantasy space. But Jabari Parker. So we oh, got to talk about hanging with do. hanging with the Parkers. 11 for 18, eight rebounds, one steal, one block. Got you those stock stats. If if you listen to us and you went ahead and picked them up in leagues that he may have been available, he just showed out. Yeah, he just showed out for you tonight. So um, definitely uh, the Sage Eye was was kicking on this one. So was the the White Knight Shield and the Starks uh, the Starks Unibeam. We were all we were all pretty much. <laughs> Hitting on all cylinders on this one. Pick him up. Do not look back. He's. I think he's earned minutes now in that rotation yeah. until John Collins comes back. So, um, yeah, I'm going to kick it over to you, Star, and pass you to Rock. What what'd you think about the rest of the uh, Hawks? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to also piggyback on uh, piggyback off you on that Jabari Parker. You know, we all was accumulating the same thought logic and picking him up, man. And honestly, I agree with you also, which is odd, oddly <laughs> needless to say, because we don't agree too much on uh, fantasy basketball in particular. But we can't come in agreement on Parker that if he's somehow available in your league, you got to add him. And what also you said that I thought was strong is even if or when uh, John Collins comes back, I think Parker has solidified a good uh, good role, per se, mm -hmm. for minutes. So regardless if he doesn't start or not, if he could squeeze 25-plus minutes even off the bench, uh-oh. So I got a re report while we're recording. It looks like Kyle Lowry diagnosed with a fractured thumb. My Ooh. goodness. So that means Norman Powell's going to get some opportunity run there. Good Lord, this is tough for those fantasy owners. And you know what's crazy? We talked about Lowry the last couple of episodes. I'm going to go into ISO rent here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing is, I don't know if, you know, you remember, I was just like, the thing about him, somehow he always gets a little bit ailing injuries around the end of the season, but this is like very soon this year. And th the thing that I was concerned also is, as you said, they're playing some strong minutes that fast, right? So with that said, um, they're going to dial it down. I'm thinking maybe, and I'm not a doctor, but I'll say this. He could be out four to six weeks is my opinion on that. So Norman Powell would be the ad. If you are in a shallow league, I think you should press pause. Or um, as you're, if you're listening live, and I don't know if we are live. I don't think we are. But I would say just go <laughs> ahead and grab him. Um, and then at the same time, to kind of segue onto Kevin Werther, I like to see those minutes come up. And they have 29 minutes. And he's got he's he's starting to cook 17 points, four assists, three rebounds. He didn't get you those stock stats, but this is a beautiful sight to see. Uh Bembry's still getting the minutes. That's good to see. Old legend Vince Carter's still getting minutes, so that's good to see. So uh we'll kind of transition to uh the next game in Cleveland versus Washington. And LT, I will pass you the ball on Cleveland side. What do you want to talk about, man? Yeah, man. So on Cleveland side, we have. Tri <laughs> so I was actually uh, we actually get um, this was an ESPN game. So it was on. And then I also get updates on my phone for cap for Cleveland teams. I don't know why I have that set like that. But so they kept they kept giving uh, Yahoo kept giving me updates on the, the score of the game. And I kept seeing Triscuits or Biscuits as the highlighted player each quarter. And I'm just, I'm just like, what is happening? So now I'm looking. Uh, so now, so then I go look at his actual stats. 
and he put a lineup. He went eight for twelve. If you're if you're in a battle in category leagues for field goal percentage, eight for twelve is amazing. Didn't hurt you in free throws. Hit five of six free throws. 12 rebounds for our rare offensive rebound category leagues. I know you're out there. Uh, nine offensive <laughs> rebounds. Because I've been in an offensive uh, rebound category league before. Nine offensive rebounds. Like, come on. <laughs> Three swipes, two blocks, and 21 points? Triscuits or I'm Biscuits cool. is Damn. legit. I mean, he's legit right now. Um, there's no – and the, the, the thing about it is that there's no immediate – you know, I know White Knight has mentioned that they may trade Triscuits. I don't think I don't know if anybody's gonna want that contract. So I I I, I almost feel like Triscuits or Biscuits might be here to stay for the most part of this year. He's just he's getting the minutes, he's getting the run. Kevin Love is more likely to be moved on that team, and so uh, when you look at it that way. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you picked up Triscuits, you're, you're you're smiling from ear to ear. I see those grins out there. You're smiling from ear to ear. And then uh, my guy, Colin, C- Colin Sexton, uh, pumped up the volume again. I love to see it. 19 shots. I don't even care that he, he missed the majority of them. Uh, 19 shots. Keep doing that, young man. Keep playing ball. Uh, and I'll just kick it over to you. This is your guy, Garlic Jr. Uh, I, I heard he actually had a decent game. Yeah, Garlic Jr. had a decent game indeed. I think he could still pull away to be a better player this uh, rest of the season. Hopefully this is better things to come. 15 points with six assists is nothing to take lightly. He was efficient, six for 11. And, you know, I'm not going to even talk about Triscus or Bisses. You already, you know, hit it there on the net or the nail on the head. And then obviously Kevin Love, he's still doing Kevin Love things. It's good to see 16 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, two slaps, got lucky stats. And then... You know, I just say this. Hopefully, in if you're in a dynasty format or even a redraft format, I'll be honest with you. This is kind of I don't want to. I'll be honest. I don't want to trade Kevin Love, right? But this is a sell high moment. And if you guys were in a sell high moment with Kyle Lowry, that would have been in. And actually, to be honest with you, I think I saved the listener's life uh, not getting Kyle Lowry on the trade. I can't remember what it was, but you know that's what I say. Uh, but anyways, other than that. Kevin Porter Jr., mm. I'm glad to see him get minutes. And not only that, in a dynasty format, that's beautiful because, you know, he got 21 minutes, 13 points, three rebounds, and he got a steal. That's good to see. Hopefully his minutes go on a, you know, on the bump up, on a rise, as Lewis would say. So that is good to see. I will go ahead and transition to the Washington side. My boy, Rui Hachimaru, or Orochimaru had himself a good game after I know the White Knight and LT kind of gave it to me in the last episode in regards to the, the Donut Egg Zero game that he had. But he had a really good game uh, tonight, and he had 21.7 rebounds, three assists, and two stock steals. And also, Thomas Bryant, he's looking good again this season, but even better, 23 points, super efficient, 11 for 16. He didn't hit any of his snipes, but that's okay. He got you eight rebounds and still in a slap. And I'll catch you the ball on whoever else you want to touch up on here, man. Yeah, man. Um, I, okay, so I I want to just kind of double back a little bit. I want to do a little bit of a behind the behind behind the legs move 
to go through okay. Kyle Lowry. So Kyle Lowry did get a fractured. A, we confirmed a fractured thumb. That is confirmed. Um, it, it's almost like a freak accident. I mean, it wasn't. It, it doesn't have anything to do with his legs or you know you know ankles or uh, you know I think he has an issue with his thigh, his thigh contusions and stuff. But I, to be honest, you want to pick up Norman Powell. I hold I, if you have an IR spot, hold Kyle Lowry. He should be he should come back and he should be able to run uh, his high. He was still run his same role he's in now. High minutes. Th those rotations are probably going to stay the same if you have an IR spot or IL spot. Um, but just to go back to Washington, Orochimaru uh, with the seven yeah. rebounds. I, I I like to see him do a little bit more on the rebound end um uh, and see if he can if he can just add a couple maybe four to five rebounds per game uh but i know he's a he's a rudy gay type so that's why i want to see to change his fantasy uh perspective a little higher i want to touch on since white knight isn't here uh i know he i make a joke every time but his guy pizza guy um even yeah. though it's, even though it's your guy i'm gonna I'm call it white knight's guy pizza guy uh he he played a little <laughs> bit closer to 30 minutes tonight so with him playing a little, that's what I want to see from him and from my guy Rose when he comes back from injury. Uh, stay tuned. Um, to, get, to get to that 30 minutes. If Isaiah can get close to that 30 minutes per game, starter and finish these games and get these and get his points a little bit up, he's going to be a great ad, as Starks tried to mention to us a couple podcasts ago. Um, and then other than that, uh yeah, it, it, the rotations over on Washington side seem pretty set as well. Just looking at this side, you got Ish Smith still stealing some minutes, but that's only because Isaiah Thomas can't run too long. But what do you think, Starks? Anything else on here other than I know T. Bryant, our guy T. Bryant went off, but anything else you see dynasty wise? Yeah, yeah, Troy Brown. Um, I'm glad uh, you want to talk about that. So Troy Brown is a player that I was like. Please let him start over Bonga. Please just let it happen. Like two, a few episodes ago, and they finally inserted Troy Brown. So that is a good sight to see. He was terrible this game, but that's okay. He started, he was one for eight, three points, and he had six rebounds. And here's the thing he's going to get you those counting stats. The two steals and six rebounds, that is nothing to take lightly in the starting lineup in Washington. Almost essentially a wasteland team. It's not, you know, fun to see. And obviously, as you touched up on the pizza guy, the guy of Isaiah Thomas, what I just, you know, the thing is, players can be bums. I, I get it. But the thing is, if you could take someone at a cutting coupon cost that you could have probably even essentially picked him up in the waiver wire, why not take a shot? Because if he doesn't work out, just drop him. But Isaiah Thomas, just like you said, LT, close to 29 minutes. This is a beautiful sight to see. So we'll go ahead and transition to the uh, Memphis and Orlando game. And I'll pass you the ball on Memphis uh, side. What do you want to talk about on Memphis, brother? Yeah, Memphis. So I my my eyesight, my sage eye is all over J J J. So I am keen in <laughs> on seeing him. I I I kept him. I stayed true to trade to him. My pick in the draft didn't trade him for Brandon Ingram. Um and uh, so I'm keen on him. So he he played better this game. He's coming back. So he's played played almost almost thirty minutes. Um and then he had no snipes, which I'm, I'm hoping he I'm hoping that changes. <laughs> But he had two for two from charity, five rebounds, okay, one assist, uh, no stock stats, uh, but 
he he got you 14 points. So he's getting his he's getting scoring back. He's getting back to the groove of things. He's getting his conditioning up. Hopefully he can continue to escalate that higher into 44 point games uh, or 40 point games like uh, Brandon Ingram did the other night. Um, and that would make me look real good for keeping him. Um, but uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, not really too much on Memphis side. To me, I know Memphis is really uh, pushing uh, their um, is really pushing the tempo, but they, they still look super boring to me on paper. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it over to you, Starks. What do you think about Memphis? Since I think you like that team a little more than I do. I do. I like Memphis indeed. Uh, you know, the fast paced offense doesn't seem like it warranted points because they got 86 to Orlando's 118. <laughs> right? So that sucks. But I'll say this, you know, Jaron Jackson, like you said, the conditioning should I'm hearing for sound in my back. Probably don't hear. So hold on. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead and steal the question. Yeah, yeah, I'll steal it from you. Uh, steal, steal ball. I'll, I'm gonna touch up on the magic while he works on getting that together. Uh, the magic. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna steal the ball back. Okay, okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so real quick, I, I definitely want to talk about, you know, to the listener. I, we, I definitely love you, man, because you're a new listener. And I'll say this: How's Dylan Brooks looking? Did you still want to pull? I think you pulled that trigger, right? But I'll say it like this: It's, it's just an out. This is an outlier game. He was 0 for seven with three points and four rebounds. So. Better days is going to come for Dylan Brooks, but I guess I'll be honest with you now. I'm a little bit, and eh, I don't know because it was like Draymond Green or Dylan Brooks. I mean, in a dynasty format, I'm still going to take Draymond Green. But what's kind of concerning now with the, the report that Curry's going to be out potentially the rest of the season, I mean, what's the point of trying to play Draymond Green? But if there's a silver lining in all this, they decided to play, play D'Angelo Russell. So maybe. Draymond Green can come in a little bit more this season. So I'll pass you the ball. Well, before I pass you the ball, Brandon Clark, Dynasty format, he's getting more minutes, I think, you know, off and on. But what's a, a good sight to see is he took 12 shot attempts from the bench. So that's good to see. And uh, I'll pass you the ball on the Orlando side there, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so Orlando side, again, uh, I am love seeing uh, Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac be able to produce together. Uh, Jonathan Isaac took it, took it tonight. I mean, I, it was like five minutes into the game, and I got a, I got a clipping from my, from my phone. They were like, Jonathan Isaac with two blocks already after his six-block game performance. Wow, I'm like, this dude has eight blocks in like four, four quarters. And, 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 let me, and let me steal the ball yeah. real quick because I know, I, I know you wasn't – you, actually, you and White Knight wasn't too p fond of Jonathan Isaac. Let me ask you, is, is your tune changed a little bit? Yeah, seeing what type of player <laughs> he is now and paying attention to his game, I see why you liked them earlier on in the year. My, just uh, Let me just tell you this, Starks. Okay, you drank that water. Uh, let me just tell you this, Starks. <laughs> um, Aaron, the reason why I was down, uh, I was hoping Isaac wasn't going to be the guy is because I felt like it was going to take away from Aaron Gordon, who is one of my guys. So I, that that's just something that I think is a direct effect. You know, you like Isaac, I like Gordon's potential, but if they can both play together, like they have right now, Aaron Gordon, seven for 11, uh, perfect from the charity. We would like to see about six or seven uh, rebounds per game for him, but he only had four this game, but that's okay. He had, a, I think he had a double, double last game, one swipe, 17 points. And then Jonathan Isaac, I mean, wow, this man's on, this man is a beast at the last couple of games, nine for 11, only yeah. missed two shots. And then you got uh, eight rebounds, four 
blocks. I mean, come on. This is this guy is absolutely crazy on the defensive end, and that is exactly why you get him. That is where I didn't notice at the beginning of the year that Starks noticed that right there. One steal, four blocks. That is, and he got you six. He just got you in category leagues, 10 blocks in two games. You can't, there's, He's out blocking big men. Like it's crazy right now. You you think if you picked up Jonathan Isaac and you paired him with like someone like Drummond um, or maybe a Porzingis? I mean, come on now. You're you're you're, you're you got that category block just kind of just clamped down. So I'll, I'll pass the rock over to you, Starks. I know Isaac's your guy. I know you want to say something else about him. Go ahead. Yeah, let me. Uh, oh, hold on, bro. Let me take a look. <laughs> Yeah, so just on top of that, thank thank you for for juicing the orange. I just want to also say this. About, I just want to say a little bit more about Isaac. What if I was to tell you this, LT? Right now, obviously it's too early in the season. What if I told you he's a back end first round player by you right now after this game? Isn't that outrageous, man? That's, out, so, that's outlandish. Right. So he's a, a first round value. That's not to say it's going to be like that this season. I'll, I won't say that. But he was definitely like you had highlighted and all. He was a breakout player for me before this season started. You know, I gave him a hard time the last few years, but it was a little bit different for me this year. I was like, you know what? As I said on a few podcast episodes ago, just because I'm down on a player doesn't mean I can change my tune even before it starts. Right. And I'll even admit when I'm wrong and when I'm wrong on a player because I am wrong on certain players times you know and just like us as experts as well we'll make some errors but we want to do the best we can to give you guys the right uh content and be more accurate but jonathan isaac i'm going to say it like this in a dynasty format you are as lt would be saying you're smiling ear to ear because he's going to provide you some value and honestly i don't want to sell him high I, i just i don't know you could but what are you going to get in return i just can't do it I'll get off the soapbox rant because I can gush over him like all in this episode in particular, but it wouldn't be fan. It wouldn't be fun to the fans because we got to get to some of these other players. So like Markel Fultz is definitely getting some time. Uh, That's better. And he's still starting. I'll be honest. These stats are not the best, but what is nice to see is he had two steals and two blocks. That's also, well, that's really good to see with seven points. Uh, uh, Vucevic is still doing booch things. 23.16 rebounds, six assists, two steals and a slap. This is the and his three pointer triple one. This is the the Vooch that we were looking at last year, right? And then, uh, you know, Mo Bamba dynasty format. He's still going to be in limbo for a while until Vooch just kind of disappears. But it's going to be a little while. Um, is there anything else that you want to touch up on this game in particular, or are we just we're, we're good there? No, um, just to just to kind of just uh, Evan uh, Fonier Farina, my Fonier. guy Evan Farina at Fonier. Um, his he he is a points league dandy. I just want to make that apparent. Uh, if you look at the points league spread here, Fonier it came third on the on the lead, on the team at almost forty points, right under Isaac. Even though Isaac had that crazy game in points formats. Fonier only came about five, five, six points underneath them. So uh, Fonier is a points league dandy, as White and I would say. Yes, yes, Fonier. So we'll go ahead and get to the Detroit game. Indiana wins one twelve to Detroit's one oh six. I will actually pass you the ball because Detroit is one of your other teams that you kind of like looking at. Although mm. Rose is not there. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, Rose is taking an extended time off because, I mean, uh, they don't want to win games, uh, and they were winning too many games with him on the court. So uh, they have to, you know, scale back his time, give him some time off. 
um, lose a couple, and then they'll bring them back, and then guess what? They'll start winning again. So, but no, uh, in all seriousness, as we as we mentioned about uh, smell you later on the last podcast, um, he is three points. So he has those three points coming in here. And so he he hit three snipes. So like I stated before, in category leagues, if you need a deep run three-point specialist, pick give this guy a look. He's gonna get you, he he's gonna get you some snipes, and then he might get you some steals. He got one tonight, and he might get you a block. Uh so just keep <laughs> keep keep a look out. I, I can see your I see I can see you shaking your head now. So hey, that's man, hilarious. No, just keep, hey brother, keep juicing that orange. No, hey. that's good. I mean you I got. I mean, I gotta respect it though. I mean, mm-hmm. Snell is doing valuable stats. That's why I just like. I just mm-hmm. can't take it. But no, you gotta give that. No, that yeah. makes sense, um, drumsticks. We gotta tell. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna let Starks talk about uh, uh Kenny, Kenny G, uh, Kennard, Luke Kennard, but um, <laughs> Ken, uh, Andre Dump Drummond. I mean. I mean, keep it up, big man. Three for four. See, this is the this is the biggest thing for me that sticks out is this free throw. Three for four is you'll take that every day of the week with with Drummond. If he can keep those three to four, get four, you know, three to fours. That that is perfect for him. He wasn't as efficient as you would like him to be, but thirteen rebounds came in with eight assists. Wow, he eight assists. So he didn't give you those block. He didn't he didn't block those shots, but he gave you some assist numbers to help you out in category leagues. I mean, this guy is on a tear. You you want to see more points, but I mean, he he you'll give him a game where he scores 15, 13, 8. Uh you'll let him have it. What do you think about uh Kenny G or should I say Luke Kennard? How do you feel about him, brother? Yeah, Luke Kennard, Kenny G, brother. Like, listen. He had a good game. 41 minutes, man, talking about mm. minute suction. That was excellent. 29 points, six rebounds, five assists. He hit four snipes, hit all of his charity stripes. And let me just go back a little bit. This is an odd stat line, but Andre Drummond, he he did attempt two snipes that game. He didn't make it, but he did attempt it. And that's a beautiful sight to see. And real quick to go on that ISO on Drummond as you were touching up on him, lovely. He's a, a first-round value. That's even in the non-cat category league. So if you're in a points league, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if he was one. I didn't check that, but to be in a nine cat category in within the top first round value, and you know you're honestly punting field goal, free throw percentage. But as LT had mentioned, his free throws a little bit better this year. And if he's taking the low volume of shots at the free throw uh, line, that is a beautiful seat to a sight to see. But Luke Kennard, honestly, whether he's starting or comes off the bench, I definitely like to see this and in, in, from him in particular. Hopefully he gets more starts because this guy is a very under uh, underrated player and I think he's overlooked in fantasy in particular. Again, I, if I'm gonna if I talk about Detroit, it's always gonna be about Christian Wood, and I'll just say mm-hmm. Christian. That's it. But <laughs> I'll go ahead and transition to. Uh, uh, Indiana, uh, Gary Wise, and again, oh, you gonna say something? No, no, uh, you 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 did a little freeze frame right there. It's all good. You're you're good. But you're okay, back. So- you're back. I'm back. All right, cool. So uh, looking at this here is, you know, TJ Warren, a guy that I was, you know, I think LT is with me on this too, because we, when we had the, the Fox four uh, was two against two where me and you were on the TJ Warren side of things of buying him. And I think the white Knight and Lewis was to sell high on him. Are you still feeling the same with me on that? Or are you are buying or are you, you you're different now, man? 
No, no, no. I the Warren G. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Warren G. We would talk about Kenny G. Now we're on Warren G. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah. man, you. I'm definitely buying on TJ Warren, uh, especially in uh, points formats, and especially if to me, and this is how you always have to look at TJ Warren. He is your. He's that guy on the end of, end of your team that's gonna get you and uh, hit you with those points. He's a point specialist. So uh, he gets you. He gets you those uh, one steal, one block in this game. That's just an extra little thumbs up. You know, nice job. But he's that's not what he's there for. He's there to get you good free throws. Uh, good. Good free throw numbers and good and a good amount of points get you in those teens every game with the potential of going off uh every so often and so for what he's there for absolutely you he's he you want to buy him you want to keep him on the end of your bench for that purpose alone and he to my knowledge i think he he's gonna keep that spot even when uh turner and um and Dippo comes back. I, I I feel like he's gonna keep that spot and just move over to that uh, that next forward spot with Sabonis. So um, I, I I think he stays on that squad. Uh, Indiana is looking like a potential playoff team, so they're gonna be playing for stuff later on in the year. So yeah, man, I, I'm buying in. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm buying in on T.J. Warren, and also uh, this. If this is a bad game for Brogdon. I would think this is the more realistic. This is honestly the worst game I've seen from him mm-hmm. because his assist total was only two, right? But he did have two steals. He didn't hit any three-pointers, and he had 11 points. So this was a really pedestrian, pretty bad game. From other, Any other game that Malcolm Brockton had, it's been pretty much legit uh, other than this game. Now, Aaron Gordon – or excuse me, Aaron Holiday – had 28 minutes this game. That's because of, you know, some of the injuries that's still there. Miles Turner he almost made it this game. Mm-hmm. He almost did. It sucks that he didn't. Uh, but that's okay. But Demonis Sabonis, that dude is the real deal. 17 points, 14 rebounds, and a big man out of position stats with six assists. And he had a slap. So that is good to see. Justin Holiday, the Holiday brothers, if, even if they are brothers or not, uh, from the bench, he had 30 minutes, 16.6 rebounds, and what? Four slaps? Yeah, so that's man. an outlier. That's an outlier game, but you know that's a good sight to see. And that TJ Leaf, you know, blow up a few games ago. We we kind of all agree that it was an outlier game. He's back to who he, we thought he was, as LT would say. Mm. So uh, we'll go ahead and transition to. Looks like we're oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. We'll go to the uh, the Golden State Minnesota game. That was an OT game. I'll. I'll pass you the ball. You know, what's your thoughts on this Golden State game, man? Man. <laughs> oh, I just seen that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I was alluding to earlier on in the podcast. He was, he was, he was actually, and we're talking about uh deloading. <laughs> yeah. He was actually um hitting, he was in the 40s when we started the podcast. And it looks like he he ended with 52 points. But I want to just preference this with his shot field goal attempts. So if this if you oh if, if if you put if you put in a pickup for deloading and he continues to play throughout the rest of the year, you are I mean you are grinning from ear to ear after looking at this line. Play forty minutes in an OT game and and guess what? Shot it thirty seven times efficient efficiently. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous numbers here 17 attempted threes hit seven of them seven for eight from the charity nine rebounds five assists three swipes two blocks 52 points and this is just to tell you that d loading still 
has it, and he hasn't lost his game at all, um, especially now that he's going to be running the show. So, I mean, uh, as I, I we had a listener question here on Twitter. I want to touch in on Glenn Robinson III. Um, I know he was questioning whether to Ant, Ant, Ant Simmons off of Blazers. We'll see how Ant Simmons does later today, see if he actually uh, answers the call there in Portland. Uh, but as far as Glenn Robinson III, uh, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. My, my, my sage eye does not see, uh, does not see it. Um, to be honest, if Alec Burks wasn't, you know, coming off the bench, I would imagine he would start over him. And, uh, I just, uh, Eric Pascal, you're going to, you're going to put in, you know, you're going to put your paper on that one. You're going to keep, you're going to rock with him for the rest of the year. The pool shark, uh, same thing with him. Uh, you're, you just, you just not, you're just not seeing it, man. You're not seeing it for a team. This barren, uh, they have to do better than that for 41 minutes of play to get six points, uh, seven, I guess, seven rebounds. Cool. Okay. Thumbs up two assists and only shoot it seven times. That means that he just doesn't have the green light. He doesn't have the green light. And so you can't do it. Uh, pool shark, you know, you know, out of town. Uh, and you want to, you want to invest. I can't believe I'm saying this, but you want to invest in Alec Burks. So Alec Burks is an investment. Op- I know. I know Starks. I know it feels bad to say it. But you but you got to. You got to though. You got to. He's getting the minutes and he's getting the shots. Ten shots. He's being efficient. Six for six from charity. Nine rebounds. Does he do that? Does he even does he rebound? That's not that I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess he had his Birkin his Birkins bag, I guess. And he was in he was in his Birkins bag (laughs) this game. And so uh, but yeah, that's all I got on Golden State. This deloading stat line is absolutely ridiculous. If you are playing him in points league, you just had you just went down 82.30 points going up against deloading. So I'm gonna pass it to you, brother. You got anything else on them? Uh, you touched up pretty much in the whole mm-hmm. team, but I'll say this at the same time with deloading or D-Lo is what people call him nowadays is uh, this was in vain for him. So dropping this 52 <laughs> points, it was in vain because they lost. So now I understand, you know, I kind of agree with you and I kind of don't because it's like, well, this game, you obviously for any fantasy owner, you, you basically felt good about it this week. Mm-hmm. So I, I honestly would kind of do this, like, you know, reach out to a GM, you know, talk to him nicely, be like, Hey, you know, um, maybe not even after this game. Wait till he plays another good game because obviously, if you try to sell him now, you, they know that you're up to something after this blow up mm-hmm. game. Have him, when he has maybe another good game, like the next game, just kind of try to sell him off because honestly, Golden State still lost this game. And as they can probably continue to lose in a redraft format, I'm thinking about trading him away, man. Dynasty format, I'm going to obviously hold him um, in that aspect, but. Would I, though? It kind of goes by who would you be able to get potentially in return. So I'll kind of transition to Kai Bowman on that real quick. I know he was a popular pickup in a lot of leagues, and I'll be honest with you, I was one of the ones that believed that, you know, he was going to be an okay pickup. He only got 12 minutes this game. That's because, you know, D-Lo was exploding. So I think Kai Bowman, if you're in a deep league, he's still worth a hold. Shallow league, you can kind of cut bait with him. I can understand. But I'll go to the Minnesota side. And uh, it's always good to see my guy here, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, the cat, uh, 20 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, a slap, and two snipes. And honestly, to me, this, uh, this is not even a good game from him, but mm. we're going to take it anyways, right? Yeah. But, oh my gosh, is that, am I? Yes, it, yes, it, yes, oh, yes. Oh, Are you, it, just, you, you, you just now witnessed witness what I've witnessed, yeah. Yeah, this, this, Wiggins, this Wiggins stat line, man, Andrew Wiggo. I like to call Wigo, is uh, 
we give him a hard time. And and I know LT actually was starting to say nice things about him. Like, you were like, hey, you know, we got to start respecting this guy. I'm going to be honest with you. After this game, this is what's interesting to me. Well, the free throws, that's terrible. That's that. But anyways, that's just me nitpicking. But the seven assists from Andrew Wiggins, like, are you serious? Of course, the 40 points, that's outrageous. We get it. The three slaps from Andrew Wiggins, the two snipes from Andrew Wiggins. Not only that, he pumped up the volume. Oh, 33 shots? Are they letting Andrew Wiggins shoot 33 shots on this team? I, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm just going to pass you the ball to you. Oh man, you so so you you saw that those wigs too, huh? The wigs were out, huh? They, the wigs, the wigs were out. Um, so I when I yeah, so the first thing I see on Yahoo is you know the top points, and so Wiggins, I, I see Wiggins face first. So I'm like Wiggins, okay. <laughs> then I start looking at his stat line. I'm like, it wasn't a empty stat line. He 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 came out. He actually did other things on the basketball court other than just scoring. He gave you seven assists. He gave you three blocks. Um, he gave you five rebounds. You 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 don't want him to miss four four of you four of his charity stripes. He's usually pretty decent. Better than that from there so it might have been just uh, an outlier this game but the fact that he he shot twice almost as twice as many shots as cat carol anthony towns cannot <laughs> cannot is not sustainable it's not sustainable whatsoever so just keep that in mind uh i i will i am going to eat some crow on my guy culver's ice cream over here uh had a <laughs> Had a just awful game, but I mean, he was just sitting back watching Wiggins play one on one with D'Lo all game. So I'm sure, I'm sure that's an outlier. Hopefully, he has better, better games to come. Um, and then uh, Covert Ops actually played really well. I want to just mention his stock stats Ooh. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those are Covert Ops stats. Those are what we like to see. Five swipes. 11 rebounds and three blocks, a double-double with five swipes and three blocks. I almost rather have that stat line than Wiggins 40 points. Um, but 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 he he got you some swipes. So I mean I, I take that back. But five for five from the charity. Uh covert ops is one of those guys uh, we we like to call him covert ops because he's 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 in there, he's somewhere around doing 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 all the dirty things to get you those wins in category leagues. And there you go. That's exactly why you pick him up for these stat lines right here. Anybody else on the back end here? on Starks on Minnesota? No, that's that's good. And, uh, you know, just like Culver Ice Cream, as you say, man, he didn't have a good game. But Dynasty formats, he'll be fine. Just be patient with him. But we'll go ahead and transition to the New York and Dallas game. New York, <laughs> they beat Dallas 106 to 102. This is without Mitch Robinson. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. So uh, this is odd, needless to say. Oh, my gosh. Marcus Morris, man. man. What, what is going on here? What is going on here, LT? Man, you know I, I I can't. I can't. I'm on life alert myself. This guy is this this we can't ignore it. It's almost a bring Brandon Ingram similar situation with Marcus Morris. You just can't ignore it anymore. He's stringing along these crazy games. And just just to piggyback, I forgot to mention for my guy Wiggity Wiggity Whack. Uh he actually <laughs> has been killing it in the last five games. So and those are during Cat's suspension, as we know. So he's had extra run, extra time. But that may have got him in a nice little groove here. So if you're a Wiggins owner, you're probably happy to see that. Um, but, yeah, Marcus Morris is on an absolute four-game tear. 29-28, 18-29 over his last four games. Those are his point totals. And he is he is on a tear. So he's feeling it right now. The issue with Marcus Morris has always been consistency. He'll have these, he'll have these nice little game stretches and then he'll just drop off the face of the earth. So hopefully he can sustain it 
will this will will he be this high all year? No. Uh, you got to go with the numbers here, but if he can just stay within that 15 to 20 uh, point range and get you close to these nine rebounds, three assists, one swipe, uh, you, you'll be happy with that where you got him in drafts. And one person I did want to touch on before I got it over to you, Starks, um, I do see RJ Barrett's terrible line, uh, but I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to actually uh, go go on my guy, Frankie Natilakina. I want to reference one of our last podcasts. We talked about his minutes and how they were scaling up. And so right now, right now, he is the guard to own in New York. If you, if you, you know, I know fizz, fizzy pop, you know, as Starks like to say, fizz him out is so, so wishy-washy with his um, rotations. And again, uh, this is with Alfred Payton being inactive. He's still hurt. It looks like so that, that is, you know, take that with some, with some vigor there, but Frankie Nidalekina with four swipes, three blocks. He's not a, he's not a true point guard. So what's happening is that he's playing this point guard role, but R.J. Barrett is the one primarily with ball handing duties um, on this team. So again, I I like Frankie in the go forward until until uh, unfortunately until uh, boring Peyton comes back. Uh, Frankie in, what do you think, Starks? Are you are you buying into a, a, to Frankie in keeping that spot going forward? No, I'm not buying it, but it's good to see him, you know, come out. I mean, especially he would have he would have been a nice streaming and waiver wire ad. You can just hold on to him and see how things shake out because, mm-hmm. as you know, things can fizz you out at any time. This still comes on the heels of DSJ. The guy I still somehow believe, I don't know why, that he's been out because of personal time, just like Albert Payton, which you had mentioned, Mitch Robinson, all these players that's been out. But it's funny because Fizz is fizzing everybody. The only two people that I can think of that he's not fizzing out at this point in time is your boy Julius Randle mm-hmm. and R.J. Barrett. Now, R.J. Barrett didn't have a good game here. We get it. But he still got the minutes very inefficient. Now that I'll say this, if this is, I'll say this, I'll put it to you like this: R.J. Barrett. Although this is a bad game, this is honestly a good stat line because this ain't he didn't pull, pull him out right. So that only means if there's a other player on New York Knicks that had a bad game, he probably would have got the, uh, the the rug pulled underneath his feet. So that's a good sight to see, honestly. If you could take any silver lining in that stat line behind R.J. Barrett. Um, but Bobby Portis does buy Bobby Portis things. He, he pumps up the volume. It doesn't matter what team he's on. If he's getting time from the bench or if he's starting, he's going to take a lot of shots, 15 shots, 12 rebounds, 14 uh, points. So that's good to see. I'll go ahead and go to the Dallas side. Look, in Luka Dantich, man, oh, my goodness. I'll say it like this. You can still hear me, right, LT? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, yeah, it's got sound. So El- or, I was going to say Luka Dantich, man, um, this dude is he's exploding like out of out of I wouldn't say out of nowhere, but I honestly, like I said in a few podcast episodes, and I believe this, I didn't think he would be this well this year. I think I thought maybe maybe later on in the season or maybe next year in a dynasty format. But honestly, this dude is looking, he's looking ready, as you would say. He's he's ready. And uh 38 points, 10 assists. 14 rebounds, a triple-double. He didn't get any stock stats, but I don't care. But here's the stat line that I really look on on Luka because what dropped him in rankings last year is his percentages. He hit all nine of his charity stripes. He was 13 for 26 field goal percentage. That is a good sign for better days to come for him. That progression is coming, and that is good to see. And I got to get in a better habit of looking at the camera. So I do apologize, guys. I'm just looking at some of the stuff here. But I'll say this. Also, Przingis, 
my goodness, he had a great game too, finally, right? Well, I wouldn't say finally. He'll be fine. But the 35 minutes is the good mark to see from him, you know, with 28 points, the five slaps, the nine rebounds, almost a double-double hit, four snipes. So that is good to see. Um, I was looking at DeLon Wright. So I know some people, well, this is not a good game from him, uh, 25 minutes in particular. I, I don't think you're too high on DeLon Wright, LT, which I can understand in a sense. But I think there's better days to come for him. But I'll pass you the ball if there's anybody else you want to talk about there in Dallas. Yeah, so um, yeah. Dallas Dallas is 5-3. and three, And I wanted to just mention that they just lost to New York. And, and, and so you might – so you might you might think that there may be some changes to their rotation. Dwight Powell did not get it done tonight. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk real quick on just a basketball level. Kristaps uh, Porzingis getting 35 minutes is very, very good. I'm glad you touched on that, Starks. That is the biggest thing. I know he had a good stat line. Cool. Five blocks. You love to see it. But 35 minutes, that is the key. That is the key for Przingis to have a, a, a fantasy a fantasy year out of out of this world. And he has the teammate. You know for, for a fact, it, Porzingis was the guy. But in my humble opinion, Porzingis is a good sidekick. Um, he can be the guy at times. But for Luka to be the guy and take some of that pressure off of Porzingis and Porzingis can just do his thing, I feel like if he can stick within that 35 minutes, he looks the part. You've seen the guns. You've seen his. You've seen what he looks like. If he could get he's back, ready. that he's ready. If you get that wind under him, wow, it's going to be a fun ride. If you have, if you have uh, Porzingis going forward, I do want to switch on some of the starting lineups here. Courtney Lee only played. He started, but he played four minutes. I don't understand what happened there. I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm very confused. Um, why Courtney <laughs> Lee was out there in the game, um, and then, um, and then, and then, you have to imagine that out of Tim Hardaway and Seth Curry, one of those two have to emerge as that you know that sixth, seventh guy uh, in this rotation. Um, Tim Hardaway had the minutes tonight at 14 points. Uh, he he his his stat lines are usually very hollow, but he pumped up the volume. 15 shots tonight for their team. Mm-hmm. Um, when Dorian Finney-Smith wasn't having a good game. So uh, just keep an eye out on Tim Hardaway Jr. He always seems to find his way to <laughs> to, to some type of relevancy and fantasy by the end of the year. So keep, keep your eyes out on him and Seth Curry. I just don't understand why he's got the minutes. He didn't take any shots tonight. He... He 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 is a literal three point walk a walking three point bucket. He, they need they need to get him more time. But other than that, what if you don't have anything else, Starks? That's all I got. No, that's all I got. But I, I you know we 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 like to be transparent uh, on this podcast. I got to ask you a serious question right now, uh, LT. Are, are we are we recording, man? Are, are you recording on your side? Yeah, I'm I'm recording. Okay, we're, we're, we're... okay, because I. <laughs> Because I was gonna say I didn't I didn't hit the record button on my side, so I was hoping <laughs> we're good. You ever just recorded a podcast and not even record live? Hey, like? that, that that would that be sweet? <laughs> nah, my red button my red button's on. I, I, I won't yes. I won't lie to you. Your 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 mask reveal may have been uh, botched, but other than that, uh, it, it, it's been recording. Okay, you said what botched? Yeah, the, the mask reveal may have been botched a little bit. Oh, I got I got this. I guess I got this ad playing. What'd you say again? I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I said the mask reveal, the Iron, the Iron Man mask reveal may have been botched a little bit. Of course. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I found, I finally found that, but it's like almost too late because we're almost done. So we'll go into the transition there. 
of the uh, Sixers game because we're recording while games are going on. This game is almost over, and I know, uh, you know, I'll keep it. We can keep it kind of live and real with you listeners. I'll just say this, LT, because I'm sure you got the better better internet connection uh, at this time. Are you seeing one second left in this game with the timeout right now? Yeah, yes, I am. 1.2 seconds. It looks like uh, I can check real quick with the game screen. Looks like Jokic just hit a uh, pretty much that last shot was a Jokic, Jokey boy shot for uh, Denver to go up by 98-97. And uh, Philadelphia has one second to uh, score. <laughs> so, yeah, Denver's up right now, 98-97. And I mean, we'll still uh, actually we'll we'll surface back to this game because hopefully we'll we'll just hit real quick on the other games real quick because we're obviously not going to be able to um, finish those games right the one other ones that's live like <clears throat> the Brooklyn and Portland game. So just looking at that game real quick, I just highlight it real quick. We're not going to dive into it deep. It's fifty four forty nine. Brooklyn is up. Kyrie Irving is doing Kyrie things. Uh, the Prince of All Saints is not efficient, but he has the five rebounds. Uh, Levert, he's doing okay. Portland, I'll pass you the ball on Portland. Oh, what's, what's your thoughts on Portland? I have I have so many thoughts. Um, <laughs> I have so Go many ahead. thoughts. Ben, ben, if you have to, hey bro. man, so okay, I, I gotta I gotta get this out. We yeah, we, we, we we have we have no help. It's, it's just the Lillard. It's just the Lillard show out there. Sometimes McCollum shows up. Sometimes he doesn't. Hey, this game, he doesn't. One for 10, two rebounds, one steal. Okay, McCullum, I guess. I guess I guess you're just not good anymore. And then Damian Lillard, look, he's break, he's basically broken back right now. He's carrying us <laughs> literally through a minefield. Nine for 14, three snipes, five for five from the charity, three assists, two rebounds. Of course, he doesn't have any stock stats. He's too busy shooting the ball. 26 <laughs> points. 26 points points in the first half is Lillard he's literally our whole entire offense uh oh my gosh I don't know what's gonna happen with us anyways um they they finally put Tolliver to the bench (laughs) thank you hey (laughs) Tolliver Terry Stotts thank you thank you I appreciate you finally putting Tolliver to the bench he's he's not good anymore thank you and then um uh, yeah, so Hazania is not playing well. Rodney Hood not just playing well. This is the first time I think all these guys have played together. So hopefully better times to come. Uh, I will touch real quick on Anthony Simmons. So far, he's played 18 minutes, which is almost as much time as Damian Lillard and CJ. Uh, just two to three minutes. So he's getting minutes now. And this is, this is exactly what I told we had a listener question on Twitter. Uh, appreciate the question, brother. Um, but this is exactly what I saw just because this is my team. He has to get more minutes. We need scoring. We're, you know, we're really lacking in scoring this year. We have to. He has to be involved. So, uh, you, he, he's already showing dividends of playing 18 minutes in that first half. So, uh, yeah. Um, other than that, Starks, I, I got nothing else, man. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I know Hazonia got the head nod for the head start, but he's mm. not doing anything for you at all. Oh my goodness, McCollum! I didn't suggest that line. Yeah, he's he's doing. He's doing. He's playing awful. And then of course Lillard makes another three pointer. This isn't sustainable. This is just. But if you're a Lillard owner like I am, in like almost all my leagues, I mean, I mean, I'm not too mad about this stat line, obviously. But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that that makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. But like you said, touched up on Simon's uh, in a dynasty format. This was a, a darling, and as you mentioned too, I think you. Had mentioned he should be a dynasty grab or at least yeah, hold on your team. Definitely. I think 
he's going to be a good player. And I think they formulated hopefully at some point in time that they're going to maybe play the small guards with CJ, you know, Lillard and Simons. That would be nice, but you know, that could be wishful thinking, but you never know. They may do that at some point in time, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. And I think that only makes sense to do it at some point in time. Uh, But we'll go ahead and jump into the Denver and Philadelphia game. It looks like it's finally over. And then after that, we'll kind of tie into the clutch shot here momentarily. Um, So, uh, Philadelphia and Denver. Denver wins 100 uh, to Philadelphia's 97. I'll pass you the ball on whatever side you want to touch up on first, man. Yeah, I got to talk to my my man, uh, Will Barton. Uh, he came in. Uh, he's one of my late round steals, and he is just doing it for me. He had one bad game recently, and then about a five or six game stretch, he did have a, a little dud in there. But look at this game, 36 minutes. He started, remember, last year he was a six-man. Uh, uh, he was playing that six-man role. This year, he's a starter and playing starter minutes, baby. 36 minutes tonight, eight for 12, two snipes, uh, two for three from uh, free throw, seven rebounds with two steals and a block. I mean, this line is just where you got him at. I know I got him in like last three or four rounds of my draft if he, he is putting up stats for you uh this year and that that's beautiful to see um you know what we got to give a thumbs up to jokey boy as me and lewis would say he he's finally made a he's making a little bit of a comeback he actually has been pretty bad for his adp drafting wise where where people draft them at uh i mean he was like a top five draft pick in some in most in some of my leagues and he's he hasn't lived up to that so far this year but that doesn't mean he can't get back to it 11 rebounds six assists two blocks two steals 26 points uh two snipes 10 for 22 and not as efficient as you as he usually is but um i don't know what's going on there with jokey boy um but you would imagine that as the season goes on he's going to round up and kind of uh, get back to form and I'll, I'll 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 pass the rock to you real quick this is your guy murray's pomade he's been making some strides the last <laughs> couple of games what do you think about jamal uh, murray's yeah, Jamal Murray, Murray's pot, all made. It's good to sight see. Obviously, he's typically a, not, a top 50 player or better um, at any point in time, or even say more on the safer side, top 60, because typically we can kind of remember he's not a person that gets steals, but sometimes he, he does. So uh, for this year in particular, the 37 minutes is a good sight to see. And just like how you were talking about Jokey Boy, the Joker, uh, if you were able to buy him low in any format, you, you could have got him a little bit cheaper and honestly even though he wasn't doing good at the start of the season better days are to come honestly Denver has a lot of good players in this rotation in particular it's good to actually see Will Barton to get minutes but this comes also on the heel of oh so this is okay so let me say this this is tough for and I think this is important to talk about Gary Harris I, I got a listener question in regards to like Gary Harris do I drop him I'm like it's hard for me to drop Gary Harris it will always be as far as how deep your league is. And I'm just going to assume it's a redraft league, right? But if you're going to drop him, who are you going to add, right? So it's hard for me to drop him, but I'll be honest with you. If you're in a tight squeeze, you got to make a drop on him. And it's, it's, it's sad. It's really sad to see this, man. It's almost like, I mean, Will Barton. I mean, Will Barton is pretty good, but he's looking better than Gary Harris. And I just hope that it's like, I don't want to believe that, but I think you got to believe it for right now. I think better days are to come. Honestly, in a dynasty format, you hold a Gary Harris and see what you can get. But in a redraft format, I hate to say this in a shallow league, you can cut bait with him. It's really gross for me to say that, you know, in, in a sense. And I know that's one of Luce's boys, too. 
So as far as going back to pivot back to Jamal Murray with the 11 assists, that's nothing to take lightly with the 22 points. And then Jokic, uh, we, you, you already covered him. Millsap is getting older. You know, I'll, I'll leave it there. But one of the players that, you know, a lot of people are getting a little, you know, strung on is Michael Porter Jr. I'm just going to say, like, I don't know that the dynasty gems are like, oh, man, he's going to get minutes this year. I, please tell me, like, how? How is he going to get minutes? There's a lot of good players on this team. You know, Jeremy Grant was a solid player in OKC last year. And, you know, he's he's struggling just to get in the starting lineup, or not even in the starting lineup, but rotation minutes. And Jeremy Grant is a good player. He's underrated, that is, right? Monte Morris is pretty good. Malik Beasley, excuse me, Malik Beasley is not bad, right? Millsap is still a veteran. I get it. But the 34 minutes, it's sad to see that. But he's getting the minutes. you got to respect it for what it is. So, you know, that's where we're at when it comes to Denver. I'll go ahead and transition to the Philly, Philadelphia side. And, uh, you know, Philadelphia, oof. Raul Neto, he got the start. I mean, this wasn't the best stats. It's okay. I mean, honestly, LT talked about him a couple episodes again, or a couple episodes ago saying pick him up because if, um, uh, if Ben Simmons is going to be out for an extended time, they – went ahead and put him in, right? So in saying that, you can just think of it like this. You're going to get the, the little quick Bayou uh, handy assist from him. He's not going to score a lot of points, but the 13 points is a nice you know, sight to see. And then get you an a, a underrated slap on top of that. That's good, efficient. Hit all three of the snipes. I'll kind of look into – oh, it looks like uh, – I think I saw thought thought I seen something. But Joel Embiid, uh, this is – Mm-hmm. I don't know how to take the stat line. I mean, some people might think it's sweet, but I don't know. I'll be honest with you. The 15 rebounds is nice. 19 points is nice. What isn't nice is that eight turnovers. And mm-hmm. I don't care about turnovers because I'm funny turnovers. But, you know, that still sticks out. He fouled out with six personal fouls. Um, you know, I'll pass you the ball, LT. Who else you want to talk about here, man? Yeah, so uh, Joel Embiid, man, ever since he came back from his scuffle with Cat, <laughs> he's been he's been he's been just okay. He was actually going off right beforehand, and so he's he's kind of cooled down. Fifteen. I mean, let's let's be real here. We're talking about Joel Embiid, and we're talking about his ADP, where you drafted him, and what we expect from him on a percentages level. Now, obviously, these numbers, you know, you talk to the normal untrained eye, oh, he has 15 rebounds and 19 points. He had a great game. But then you look at some of the other things, especially in category leagues, you just don't need those eight turnovers. You don't need that. That can sink your week right there. And then you look at his free throws, and then you look at his uh, field goal percentage, six for 17. That is that is not cutting it for your big man. A lot of times, big man, one of their uh, redeeming factors is that they're efficient on the field goal percentage side, which is a category. So um, that, that you know, I want to see better from him. I know better things are to come, um, but uh, we we hope he comes back. Uh, Josh Richardson, he's he's continuing his uh, uh, inconsistent season so far on a fantasy level. Three for ten, uh, no no charity stripe. That's right. That he's he's you know. He's a buddy, buddy Hill type. Five assists, two turnovers, two swipes, but only seven points. Not for for J- Josh Richardson. You want to see more points. You, I mean, you just want to see it, and you want to see him average about three to four snipes a game. That is what you want from him. That is why you. That's why you pick him up where you did in your league. So hopefully he he continues to increase. And um, I am worried a little bit about our guy Thigh Bully. 
and he didn't play tonight. I don't know if I didn't think he was hurt or anything else, but I wonder if Furkan Korkmaz is taking time from him just because he has he he seems a little bit more polished as a player out there. So Die Bully definitely has the upside, but Furk uh, Korkmaz had that that I think that game winner the other week the other day. And ever since Korkmaz hit that game winner, they've been loving him down there in Philly. So just keep an eye out on that. Um, maybe this is just an outlier game because Thigh Bully has played pretty much in every game. Um, but uh, keep an eye out. And again, just to touch up, Raw NATO, yeah, pick him up if you can just to get a little quick bump in uh, efficiency and stats. Um, those numbers don't jump off the screen, but you, you, you can't do any worse out there in uh, deep team leagues. And real quick, I, I'm glad that you brought up Korkamots. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's going to get some pretty good minutes. But I'll say this. If this is a buy low in a dynasty format, a deep one, that is, this is the moment to get our guy, Thibault, and his LT would say Thibault. He gives you the stock stats. So this could have been a, DN, uh, a, 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 what is it, a DNP CD. Yeah. It could have been that. But I think this is a player that is going to give you the stock stats, and you should go ahead – and take advantage of reaching out to the owner, try to poach him from him, and, and try to add him to your team because I think better days is to come. But you know what still bothers me on, in a dynasty format is a player. What's his name? Zaire Smith. Mm. Like, where, where's the where's the reports on him? Like, I don't. I want to know. Like, someone has listeners. Let me know about him because he was supposed to be a guy that was going to be a talent to at least get some minutes. And I just have not seen him. Is, is he injured? I know he had the Jones fracture a little while or last year, but it's like he came in, he did okay. But I'm just trying to figure out where what is going on. And I, I just need to research. I'm being lazy. So I just need to figure out what is going on with him. So, um, again, I, I want to say we're going to transition to the clutch shot. Before we do that, I just wanted to let you guys know, thank you for um, – Allowing me to, uh, what am I trying to say, to 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 show my my presence in. You're going to be able to get art my presence along with LTZ the Sage. He's already ready for you, and in the White Knight, I'm sure he's going to be ready to show and uh, open up to you guys in particular. Because you know what we want to try to do is uh, be different at the same time, give you guys you know the, the analytical stats of things. And I know there's other you know avenues to take. But we have a passion for this, and uh, we thank you guys. And if you could, LT, my clutch shot, if you can go to the website, it's uh, newlifefantasy.com. Um, I actually, well, before we get, you can actually open up that article I just wrote, uh, Fantasy Dynasty, you know, Thought Logic with the art that I created. Uh, pump up the volume with Tatum and SGA. Uh, this quick article that I put down is basically – the basically the higher attempts for these players in particular, I think you can use this as a tool to give you an idea of, of sometimes players when they get more shot attempts that can help them in particular uh, to be a better star in the NBA or in fantasy in particular. Now there's going to be some progression and some regression in that aspect, but it's obviously a nice little um, you know article I wrote up. So you guys check it out. It's on newlifefantasy.com. And let me know if you guys have any ideas on like artwork on a player that you want me to do. Let me know. I'll work that out for you. I mean, I, I love to actually do that now. Something I've learned, um, you know, within the time span. But I'll also say this. Make sure you guys subscribe uh, to the website here. Join the mailing list. Once you join the mailing list, then you would be able to get those blogs 
as quickly as possible. And also, LT, if you can check out the rankings too real quick as you're scrolling there, man. Um, yeah, to the fantasy basketball rankings there. It's not up, but what well, is if you Yeah, you got it. So we need to update the rankings, but we have our rankings there. You know, we got dynasty rankings. We got the redraft rankings. We got the points rankings. We got a lot going on there. So you guys check it out, man. Um, it's going to be good for you. Uh, also, like I said, subscribe to the to the podcast. Give a five-star rating. Uh, write a review. Subscribe. You know, hit that subscribe button at the bottom, um, you know, for us. It definitely helps us out on YouTube to get more, you know, views. So we want to definitely help you guys out throughout the year. And honestly, in a dynasty format, is this is kind of like a dynasty podcast, but LT the Sage will get you that redraft flavor. Jacob the White Knight will give you the points. And we kind of intertwine and, and mix our own logic on things in particular. Not only do we do fantasy basketball, as you can see on the picture, we do fantasy football, we do fantasy baseball. And if you look on the right side, we touch up on the faith of Christ a little bit. So, you know, I can share my faith. You know, I don't have to be ashamed of the gospel. So, you know, this hat in particular that I'm wearing is a representation of you guys can, you'll learn as in the journey of us and get to know us a little bit more. Obviously, we're not going to just give you content, but we want to welcome you in and how we live our lives as well. So I think that's important. Um, so even check out that that One Soul article. So with that said, you guys, I will uh, pass you the ball there, LT, if you have a clutch shot for the listeners, brother. Yeah, man. So quick quick thing, I just want to touch up on the Milwaukee Jazz game. Looks like that may go into OT as well. Uh, but just to touch up on what Stark said, these guys are pumping out some amazing articles. Um, I just don't know how they're doing it. Uh, they got the, We have the streamers. We have the streamers. And Jacob, his streamers uh, article comes out pretty much every Saturday or Sunday. Uh, so he'll probably have that streamers article for next week coming up for you guys. So keep tuned. stay tuned to that. Also, I am pumping out YouTube our, uh, YouTube videos for our podcast. I am Our, our YouTube is actually getting uh, some nice traction. Um, so please join. Join, join in, take a look at the bot class, put a like, favorite, subscribe, do what you can for our podcast there so we can start reaching out to more people. And that is what we want to do is really get on the map there. Um, but I wanted to just touch up real quick on Eric Bledsoe. I am eating crow, a lot of crow on Eric Bledsoe. Uh, so he is he is eight for 20 right now, eight rebounds, five assists, one block. And he is showing, he is he, he basically, like I told, like what like me and White Knight have said, he's listened to the podcast. I, I, you know, I told him what's going on, what he needed to do, that he's sucking wind. And he's proven to me that he is still here and he can still uh, do it at, on the on the big level. So I just wanted to reach out. I just wanted to mention that. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to uh, shoot it over to you, Starks, and see if you wanted to close up shop. Yeah, I was just going to say on top of that, I, the only reason why he's having a good game is because, he, he, you know, my, my guy, Curious George, is having a bad game. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but for oh. you listeners, hey, for you listeners, real quick, hey man, curious George Hill, man, don't sleep on him, man. He had a good game last game. I, I like to get those players that that shouldn't do good, but they do kind of do good. So you know that's what it is. Um, so you guys, thank you guys for listening to us. I uh, would love you. You can find me on my Twitter handle. And again, actually, ask me any questions at any point in time. I'll get to them at a prop time. But you can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore Industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. I'll get better at looking at the camera. It's just, I don't know. It's just, this is new to me. So yeah. you guys bear with me on that. And uh, I'll pass you the ball. Where can I find you out there, LT? 
Yeah, man. You can find me at Twitter at Sage Network X. You can also find me on IG, what I usually check on, uh, at underscore Sage Network underscore. Um, and uh, if you have any questions for me, whether it be about Dynasty, Redraft, uh, Dynasty questions, I would shoot over to Starks. But when it comes to Redraft Leagues, uh, shoot me any questions you have. I would love to give you my insight. Or if you have any questions in general about anything, shoot them over to us. We were glad to help you and uh, uh, grow with you guys. Right. And I know this was probably a long episode, but hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, with that being said, have a good evening, morning, afternoon. God bless you guys. Take a ride.